Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Will. I'm Marcus Aaron. And this is Second Service. What's good, my people? G, G, G. Hi, family. I thought you was about to say G, 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 net or something like that. G, 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 Jesus. No, Jesus don't start with a G. I'm not gonna make it, guys. I love y'all. No, it was it was it was the it was the um the pause. Jesus doesn't start with the G. That yeah, I thought it did for a second. I thought it did for a second. That's what did it for me. Hi guys. J J J J J Jesus. Sorry. I think I think we're we're not gonna do that one. Sorry, right, no J J J J but J but J. Ah, <laughs> uh, how are okay, you? Hello, hello everyone. We didn't even pray yet. We we didn't even we didn't even greet one hello. another. Right, so I'm sorry. I'm starting off with uh, G G's for Jesus. How are y'all doing? You know, <laughs> doing great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing good. Doing good. Little hot, doing good. Oh, okay. You got a little greenhouse effect going on over there. <laughs> the, the lighting looks good, you know. It does. It you looks know, good on you. I've been drinking my water and mine and my business, you know, and grieving. Those are two keys. That'll, yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. That'll do it. Those those three things together will, um, yeah. I, mean, I, also, I also told you how to put, you know, your light and where to sit. For, first anyway, of all, first of all, first of all, we're not, what we're not going to do. It start like that. We're not gonna do that. We're not. No, no, no. Let's, let's do it. I think that's no, a good idea. Not. We should Marcus, how was your birthday? You didn't get any help today. You didn't get any help. Yo, you didn't get any help with your lighting today. Did you get help with your lighting today? I, I got help with my lighting. <laughs> Did you get help? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. Okay. Marcus, did you listen? It was your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen, it was lit, bro. I um, it was uh, I don't know. I'm really hard to surprise, right? I guess because I'm mm-hmm. a, a very analytical person, and when you walk into school and you don't know if you're gonna get shot in the fifth grade, you pretty much watch everyone's like characteristics and personalities. You never let because it could be the difference between you living or dying. So. I'm watching everybody around me at all times uh, mm-hmm. just for a bad habit. So it's kind of hard to surprise me. Um, but my fiance surprised me. She surprised yes, she me did. for my for my birthday, my 34th birthday. Oh, you know what? Call me stupid though. All right, so boom. I'm sitting here. I was my mind was blown the other day. You're gonna laugh at me because I thought it was funny, but I wanted to share it with you guys. All right, so when you turn 34. Right, mm-hmm. you really like are at your thirty fifth, like you're going into your thirty fifth year, right? Say, because when I turn one, I've already been on the earth. Yeah. One year. Yeah. So right now, my thirty four is done. No, ain't aren't I walking <laughs> into my thirty five? I'm in my thirty fifth year right now. Yeah. So I don't if know you what like, I blew my mind the other day, but I'm just like, dog. So I, 34 is done already. I've been 34 like mm-hmm. last year this whole time. I'm not like I'm celebrating 34 years alive, but I'm really walking 
Are y'all no? Is I'm following you because I was gonna have a follow up question, which is like if somebody yeah. dies at like 88, were they really 89? That's what I'm saying. I don't know, <laughs> dog. <laughs> but it really just blew my mind. I'm, but all right, let me let me backtrack. Okay, so she surprised me. They they had a, a a fake studio session. My older brother and my and my nephew. They said they wanted to record a song. Um, so I took them to the studio and okay. I knew something was up just because uh, the way it went down, my brother was way too talkative. If you know Cedric, he doesn't talk as much as he does. He was over explaining things. Cedric doesn't explain anything. He doesn't need, he know he don't need to explain nothing to me. He just say, what we gonna do? And I'm gonna be like, that's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, are we doing a song? All right, cool. Cause then he was like, yeah, cause you know, uh, I knew you would have time on Sunday and stuff. I'm like, Zach, like you really over explaining stuff. Um, then Melissa got a package delivered to the house from Party City. So I knew something was up, right? So I'm like, yo, all right, something's going down. Why are you so, so nosy though? Yeah, just because you gotta be. <laughs> so I get to the studio and they told me to like Cedric was like, yo, come outside real quick. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking that um like they're just gonna have like because my studio is across street from a park. I'm thinking mm -hmm. they was gonna have like a nice little table set up with some cake. Everybody's gonna say boom. So I was going like do a fake, oh, this is dope, but I knew kind of vibe. And I walk outside and I see a parade, a parade of cars with balloons and signs and screaming. Everybody's blasting my music. Um, it was just, I couldn't hold back the tears. I even get emotional watching the videos. Who's cutting onions? Um, Who's cutting them? Who's cutting them? I'm not crying, you're crying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really, in a, it really was an amazing, it was one of the best birthdays I've ever had in my entire life. And it really just was a creative way to say, hey, we love you. It was like, a, it was really on some parade type joint Macy's Day. I was, you know, I'm a little chubby from quarantine panel, so I could kind of be a Macy's Day balloon, I guess. But it was just a really, <laughs> it was a really dope time. That's it. I'm sorry. It was great. It was super great. Best, best birthday ever walking into my 35th year um, on this earth. No, the parade was super dope. Um, I wouldn't be me if I wasn't late. Yes. <laughs> but I was late by like two minutes. I was late like by two minutes. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was about minutes. two minute parade. So <laughs> you missed okay. you missed you missed most. It was late. No, it was super. No, it was super dope though. And thank you for coming. I really appreciate that. It was oh man, it was. I don't know. I don't need. Where do you go from there? Thank you. Thank you. Thirty four. I'm looking forward to these thirty five years months of. I'm still, I'm still processing this, guys. It's really amazing to me. <laughs> That's dope. But you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You did. Okay. Never mind. Same tower. Once you're outsole, no, right? No, no, huh? You're an outsole, right? I guess. You know. Oh, okay. You don't sing in choirs anymore. No. You too cool for the choir crowd. Yeah. She said, "Yeah." <laughs> Pretty much. You know. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't want to um, sing and shout all night. I don't want to do that. Well, nobody's doing that right now unless you're doing it in the house. <laughs> but. Whoa, they okay. will. Whoa. How are you? I'm good. Um, uh, Marcus and my wife actually have the same birthday. So oh. amazing. Uh, you have two Come amazing on, Luther. people in your life. Look, you're <laughs> blessed. Double you're blessed. I was quarantine flexing. Um, with Whoa. Her. Okay. <laughs> I know it's undefiled, but you're just gonna throw it out there like that. Oh, me. <laughs> I mean, isn't that why we get married? 
Pastor, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so exactly, it was, that's exactly we had a, we had a, a good weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was a good time. That's great. Happy birthday to her, too, bro. Yeah. Share with some amazing people. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Sorry. Huh? Sarah, what? <laughs> Must you say, huh, like that? What do I say, like? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> you sound like a 94 Honda Accord. <laughs> How you say she sound like a horn? <laughs> like a whole. Like a, a 1994 Honda Accord with cloth seats and a roll down window. We're done. We're done. Who's praying us in? Because we didn't even get to prayer yet. Who's praying us in? Uh, I think the birthday boys are. Um, oh, pray. yes. Yes. Come on, birthday boy. You know, there is nothing like an opportunity to pray to my God. <laughs> and uh, I feel his spirit, all King, I'm praying. <laughs> I, feel his, <laughs> I, feel, I feel his spirit all around me. I think King feels the spirit as well too, because it's said out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. Um, that's the King James version. Um, don't quote me on the sucklings part, but out of the mouth of babes uh, comes perfect praise, a praise that is, perfectly presented to our perfect provider of perfect presence. Oh my God, I feel the spirit of pee in this place. <laughs> Thank you God for <laughs> your, your, your goodness in allowing me and Jay Will's amazing wife to see another year. Thank you for another show. Thank you for another morning, another mercy, another grace. <laughs> oh, there it is, another another day to just breathe in and release. Did you feel it? It was a pause when you I paused. did it, I did it with you. You, you see, it? Oh, <laughs> did you do it? Did you do it? It's, it's in the pause, it's in the peace and the being of the still that allows you to feel his presence. My God in here on tonight, this afternoon, God, we just wanna say thanks. Um, allow this show to be what you want for Excuse me, excuse me. This is not a show because we don't we don't do this. We don't do this for show. Allow okay. this encounter okay. to be exactly what you want for it to be. God, thank you. Oh, Talama Hasia. Huh? Amen. Amen. That, that was, was you that's know, how you I, pray I'm when you turn 30, 34. I'm telling you, Marcus might be the prayer warrior. I'm a prayer warrior. Ain't nobody about it. Ain't nobody pray better than me. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Ain't nobody pray better than me. It's the Lord's prayer, and then it's all my prayers, like right under. <laughs> it's right here. All my prayers is grouped in a bunch, but it's the Lord's prayer. I'm gonna give him his first because that big homie OG. OG. And then it's I'm gonna, Je Jesus. I'm gonna let him rock with his. Then come on. You still working on a prayer CD? I am. I am. I'm gonna release it. I'm just waiting on a, um, a word from the Lord to, to let me know when the world is ready for these encounters. Are we, are and, you we know, timing is everything. Like real life. I, I'll drop a prayer CD. Uh huh. <laughs> I'll do it. So that's but, all I'm waiting for. I'm look. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Hey, man. Me too. Me too. Look, me too. Make sure you look with your spiritual eye. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Put your eyes blind to that. <laughs> Just make sure you look with your spiritual eye. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Miss T, what's going on? In with the, your, your quarantine announcements. Quarantine. Um, so did y'all hear that there may be another stimulus package uh, yes. going out? Or I need that. <laughs> Give me my dollar. Well, Okay, so well, the article here says last week the Republican-led Senate claimed that the three trillion dollar stimulus package, which is majority backed by House Democrats, would be dead on arrival um, if it made its way to the Senate. But that didn't stop fiery Nancy Pelosi from taking the Heroes Act to a vote on last Friday, and it passed um, wow. majority two hundred eight to one hundred ninety-nine. So now, of course, you know it goes to the Senate, but you know. People, we could definitely use that. We could definitely use that additional, you know? I don't think that, you know, being home for three, four months that you could just hand somebody 1200 and be like, you'll be fine. Um, so I think people really- little bit helps, right. Yeah. What did y'all do with y'all last month? Did y'all like spin it, save it? Random Who? Uh, mine is in my account, just so. Yeah, Um. I, I don't know what I, I saved I mine. I didn't save it. I didn't save it. No, no, no. I had things I had to do. I'm still, I still have, uh, still have Bill. a lot of things that I'm paying bills yeah. and things like that. The studio, uh, you know, places and you know, there's a lot of things that are still going on. So, uh, yeah, that definitely went to some, some musical things as well too. So, yep. Still working on that album. Amen. Amen. Well, speaking of being good with money or you know whether you're saving or you spend it did y'all hear that raven simone says she hasn't touched her cosby show money like at all i don't believe right nothing raven simone says <laughs> i really don't i don't ever and when she started talking about me like, ah. what's what's her deal in general uh i don't nobody know i don't know i'm drawing a well i mean like right what do you mean just in general she, like her shape, like why people might not like her. Oh, she's just always saying crazy stuff, bro. Yeah, she's always saying something that's controversial or questionable. Extremely. Yeah. Like, didn't she say some been, borderline racist been, stuff too? Yeah, but she's been she's been pretty quiet ever since the the View days. Because um, mm. I think the View when she was on the View when she, she had that gig, I think that's when a lot of her uh, comments were a bit on the. Did you think about that before it came out your mouth? Yeah, no, nah, I wasn't. Mm -mm. Oh. I don't like her. <clears throat> I don't know why. She's cool. I mean, not who am I not to like her? Like, I don't know her. But just what she presents is, I don't know, sometimes like, mm, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> she ain't spending Cosby money. That's good. Where'd she get money from, though? From where? Oh, she had that Oh So Raven. If you got Oh So you Raven. You have that So Raven, the movies, uh, music. Hey, how much money would you think there she really music. making from that anyway? She was, from how what? old was she? From the Cosby's. Uh, she was three, but then think about it. Also, whatever religion you get from it, it's, it's still playing. Exactly. Huh? How much you pay? How much you pay a three-year-old? I didn't spend my twenty-five thousand dollars because I made <laughs> five million from Oso oh Raven and Nickelodeon. I wouldn't spend. Why do you be calling it Oso oh Raven? That's so Raven. What's up? Oh, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Whatever the Raven, 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 whatever her name is. I wouldn't, if she was making millions from that, she probably doesn't even know it's the same. True. How does she know? True. Did she put like Cosby on the dollar bills before she <laughs> deposited them? Are they in a safe deposit Maybe, box? 
I was going to say that maybe it's in like a whole separate account. You know, I used to think that. Maybe it is about. I don't know. Mm -hmm. How did did we find this out? So she was doing a live, she was doing a live interview. And then once she dropped that gym, it then went everywhere. It was like picked up by everybody. That's how I saw it. Oh, that's nice. Because it became like a, um, it was classified as like a, a super calm flex being able to say you have so much money that you haven't even touched that. I haven't even touched my kind of money. <laughs> I said, that that sounds like the Drake line. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, right? Well, whatever. She's still with her money or not. Whatever. Or, I want to see um, bank statements. <laughs> we do. Um, it's graduation season. And um, hey. I forgot just how much uh, this pandemic has impacted. Like down, you know, funerals, weddings, now graduations, proms, like everything is either virtual or not happening. Um, mm-hmm. But over the weekend, our forever president did host, um, he did give the commencement speech both to the HBCU class of 2020 and high school mm-hmm. students, which I thought was super, super dope. Um, it was streaming oh, wow. all over uh, news platforms and YouTube over the weekend. So, you know, 45 was having a heart attack <laughs> somewhere. He was spazzing out. Um, but there are some quotes from that speech that I wanted to share. So one quote the here. best speeches. He no really, give well, no, speech, no, 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 not Trump. On a scale this, of speeches. This is Obama. This is Obama. I know. I'm saying what Trump was saying in the house. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As he was walking around in his um his briefs, uh, being all the way up. He wear white drawers. <laughs> he wore them bigger. He wear them big old white drawers. I know he did. <laughs> white drawers. The not the um the ones where they come down on your thigh. He wear the joints that's just what's those called? Because I don't wear those no more. They, the boxer. The, are they called boxer? The, aren't they briefs? Aren't they briefs? Like the brief, a... Are they called briefs? The Superman <laughs> drawers. He wear the Superman <laughs> drawers, but he wear them in white. I'm telling you, I know it. Not that I've seen it or want to see it. But you just feel in your heart of hearts. I'm almost certain that he wears white drawers. Okay. Well, here's uh, (laughs) one of the things that our forever president said to, this is now to the high school class of 2020. He said, doing what feels good, what's convenient and what's easy. That's how little kids think. Unfortunately, a lot of so-called grownups, including some with fancy titles and important jobs, still think that way, which is why things are so screwed up. Mm. Talk your talk, Barack Obama. He then implored. He then implored the high school students to ground themselves in values that last, like honesty, hard work, responsibility, fairness, generosity, and respect for others. So that is just what he said to the high school class of 2020. But it's what he said to the HBCU class of. 2020. Oh, it was two speeches. Oh, I missed yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, he said, "You're being asked to find your way in a world." in the middle of a devastating pandemic and a terrible recession. The timing is not ideal, but, and let's be honest, a disease like this just spotlights the underlying inequalities and extra burdens that black communities have historically had to deal with in this country. We see it in the disproportionate impact of COVID-19 on our communities, just as we see it when a black man goes for a job and some folks feel like they can stop and question and shoot him if he doesn't submit to their questioning. Mm, my God. When I tell you, 
uh, Uncle Barack is saying any and everything that he wants to say because now he can without y'all. I mean, y'all are still gonna, you know, look deep into it, but it's like, yeah, he's not present anymore. So how he feels is exactly what he gets to say. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Speech I feel like was- we should have had C. King read those remarks for us. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I, mean, I was like, who? Um, yeah. That would have been, yeah, that would have been amazing. Cool. We'll call him in next time. Next time I'm doing a we'll call him in then Zoom, him in. so he and, could just um, read the announcements in 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 a Barack's it. voice. I just want to hear his voice. I like I like Barack, you know, and I love everything he stands for. And it it and it's uh, I knew it was gonna happen. I knew. <clears throat> I wish I really really knew it though, so I could have warned a lot of other people. Um, when we got Barack, I knew it was downhill. For, what were they gonna do for us? They knew that we finally got in there. And we had a black president who was extremely knowledgeable. Whether you yeah. like agree that he did this or did that, you cannot question his his wisdom um, and his approach, his smoothness, and everything yeah. about him. And then we get, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Where 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 yeah. could we have gone from there? That's like a crazy difference. No, it is insane. But it shows America. Yeah, the two people could hold the same positions, but one of them could receive it simply because he is like you know he has a lot of money he has zero qualifications for this job he is he's no qualifications for this job the position that he holds but because he's white and he has a lot of money he could be the president of the united states i know it's wishful go ahead sorry you're supposed to vote in september is that a real thing november yeah november yeah. right yep we're supposed to vote mm-hmm probably gonna be some online voting type joint that they're gonna manipulate again Which no, no I, don't, yeah, doubt, I don't trust that I don't trust well, I think that. Trump's going to be president again. I just, I don't trust um, Joe, Joe, Uncle Joe. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-mm. And Bernie, I didn't really trust Bernie either because I felt like every time he walked, that something in his body was going to crumble. Um, he had great policies and things like that, but he looked decrepit. Like, he looked like he was just going to step and turn into dust with every step that he took. Um, it, and I just didn't think he was ready for the job either. He definitely looked like he should. He belongs in one of those commercials. And like having pain, <laughs> where he looked like one of them old basketball players, like like from the from the like when basketball first started with the shoulders up, and they'd be going to accept their Hall of Fame award and all that. Like I remember he back in forty two, definitely could be on Life Alert. He definitely, yeah, could be. Life Alert, like, like same thing. He looked like one of those people. Like we were killing them out there. <laughs> we want it for the gift. Sorry, <laughs> you don't think Joe Biden, uh, what's his name? Uh, he looked old. What was his name? Um, Bernie. I can't even, Bernie. You don't think Bernie looked old? You was down with Phil LeBurn? You was a part of the Bernie Sanders group? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Um, is he a war veteran? Yes, was he, he was. In, he was in Gettysburg? <laughs> Here. <laughs> the tea party. Don't like, I don't like it party. here. Don't like it here. I do not. I do not. will say Gettysburg. I do not. Um, but I will address. say, um, I don't want. <laughs> Regardless of like trusting or not trusting Joe, I will say that his campaign videos so far have been uh, on the money. He's using the approach of the pandemic, which it's the smart 
route to take right now. So a lot of his campaigns have just kind of uncovered um, Trump's approach and how he knew from certain date and then the steps he did and did not take. Um, mm-hmm. So oh, they have not. been really good. And even like um, the Lincoln Foundation have uh, <laughs> they're they're making videos. And here's the crazy part about it. Like, you know, yes, they have a foundation, um, oh. which is not. I, I want to say, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it. They are Republicans. I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't quote me on that. But do you know how bad of a president you have to be when a foundation, okay, who's focused on other things, starts making mm-hmm. videos that unpack your failure to respond to a pandemic is like it's and they're losing money too. Everybody's losing money because of his like you know horrible leadership, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and things like that. And Which is why I'm hoping he stuff. won't win a next election. Like I, the hope is like I don't know what who else do we have? Who are we voting for? Outside of hope, I mean, like what who? I'll take Joe over Trump. I'll take Joe. I don't know. Joe did some really questionable things in his uh, political career. He was and which part, politician uh, hasn't? Not defending, just saying. Which politician hasn't? I understand. I'm just saying. I hate like the idea of picking the lesser evil. I agree with you. I'm going to vote. Um, and I'm probably going to vote look, for please, Joe Biden. Because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm probably going to vote for Joe Biden. Um, just because I feel like we're we're a better party when we're united. Because um, mm-hmm. that's what happened that got Trump elected in the first place. Hillary yep. Clinton and her stands um, made us uh, not vote for, I mean, uh, Bernie Sanders' stand made us not ver- vote for Hillary Clinton. They're like, oh, well, don't vote at all if you're not going to vote for Bernie. When he got kicked out. And then because they said, uh, oh, Hillary probably just got it in the bag. Nobody thought Trump would be there. And now, and now look at this four years later um, in the stupid. house. Right in the house. You know, but there was oh no corona when uh, Obama was president. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> there was no corona. What else was it there? Um, uh, the seasons were kind of, you know, they were in sync a little bit. We had no talking about storm. the sun about to take a break. Did you hear that? There's like, no, uh, it's not going to be as hot as it needed to be. Oh, you got to look. I'm going to send you the article. It's like it's not going to be as hot as it was. So many things is going on. It's crazy, man. We need Obama back. I don't think Joe could do it. Put him back. Put him back. Oh. Um. Okay. So we talked about graduation season. Now, with us still being home during quarantine life, the last verses. Now I don't even waste my time tuning into it because I heard that there were some technical difficulties. I heard that Nelly. Uh, versus Luda was not, um, it was not the club that you thought it was going to be. Did y'all watch? Um, I'm tired. Thoughts, Marcus? I'm, I'm, I'm tired, but I watched it. I watched a little <laughs> bit of it. Um, I just feel like for it to be having like millions of viewers and all that type of stuff, <laughs> and for Timberland and Swiss to be throwing their name over everything, like, oh, this is us, we're doing this. I feel like they mm-hmm. should take better care of what's going on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, the last, the, this this time around, they did send the same uh, uh, devices, I think, to everybody involved. Like, they, they okay. teamed up with Roland and okay. got them to send out some, um, like, the sound was okay. Like, it was, it was okay. okay. But okay. Nelly ain't have no service. I think <laughs> they should send phones, too. Because from the looks of things, I think he had, like, Metro PCS and stuff. No, not the Metro PCS. <laughs> Shut but up, it had to be kid. either Metro PCS or it had to be one of them phones that you get from Rite Aid in a spinny case. When you spin the case and you pull a phone out, um, it was one of them joints. 
track phone um because nope. the, the, the service nope. was looking crazy bro mm-hmm. it looked so crazy it the weather yeah he said it was raining out there something like that <laughs> what i mean does he have, like i mean he was using dish network yeah he's like, using a dish he was using a dish <laughs> a dish for the phone <laughs> that's probably what he was using then yeah i don't know what's going on with that like because where, where does even wi-fi come from that's like um that's not dish that's underground right or it's like the way how does that work like don't know truthfully i don't i don't know so should it be affected that much it was looking crazy but then it finally came back and it got good i will admit though i thought luda was gonna beat him a lot worse than what he did like okay. uh what's his name uh, uh nelly pulled out one or two sleepers that i forgot about Okay. Um, but uh, nah, Luda is just a uh, yeah, it's just ludicrous. I, I know we don't, we gotta really see these. These, I'll be looking up their song list and all that. It's like Luda got some hits, bro. Hit, I did hit, hit. hear that uh, Luda did say some questionable things regarding um, R. Kelly. Um, oh, so yeah, so Twitter was like not a fan. He said something along the lines of like, I love R. Kelly, but around my daughter's nah, and um, mm-hmm. what's wrong well, with that? Is that in his song or something? Yeah, he dropped a new song. I think it's in his song. He dropped a new song with uh, um, Lil Wayne. Or I don't know if they're dropping it, but it was unreleased. Um, okay. So he played I, I thought music. from when I read the tweets, I thought it was more so like he said it and then played a song. I didn't know it was like mm-hmm. lyrics from a song. Got it. Yes, yeah, it's, lyri- it's lyrics from a song. So the songs sound pretty dope with him and Lil Wayne. Oh, sounds song sounds cool. dope. Yeah, it's really dope. Luda still can rap. Like he. <laughs> He's always he been an amazing lyricist, right? Yeah, he's he still got it. Yeah, amazing lyricist. Yeah. Well, did y'all watch uh, Jill Scott and um, Erica Badu? I did watch that one. <laughs> Marcus Hey. I did. Um, it I, was, I was so. Go ahead, Jay. I'll let you. <laughs> I was missing candles and incense and sickness. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew. So I would have properly prepared like the room, the setting for that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was more surprised or wowed by Erica because I didn't, I guess I didn't, I haven't listened to her, listened to her in a, a long time, but like she got hit. Um, oh, but it was, it was mad black hippie-ish, I guess. Like it was weird. It was like very like, it was vibey, is what people were saying. But yeah, you're so beautiful. I'm gonna play this song that reminded me of Queen. 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 How you here when I first met you, and this song. They were genuinely loving on one another. No. Queen. Queen. That? I love you, Queen. I love you, uh, King. When I wrote this song about you, Queen, uh, you you gave me my first shot, Queen. Queen. So I'm gonna play this song, Queen, because this is a song that deserves to be played in front of a queen, <laughs> queen, all day. How, how Marcus, much, dog? You got it. You got it. Play the song, ladies. It. I love y'all. It was amazing because those are two. It songs. was amazing. Great energy for women. Amazing music. Yeah, great energy, yo. But it was just boring. A little to me. <laughs> it was a little okay, slow. Like a little boring. Fine. Play it faster. It would have been better. Right, a little less talking and more music playing. But who am I? You know, I don't know. I'm sure if you love them too, you loved it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if you like it, I love it. Who's next? Do we know? Has one been announced or? No, I think they're talking about Buster Rhymes going next, though. Okay. Buster with um, who did they have for Buster Rhymes? 
Uh, I saw somebody say it, from a video aspect having Busta and Missy verse. That would be no, nah, like, that would be dope, video, but it wasn't Missy, it was somebody aspect. else. Okay. Oh, their videos okay. are crazy. Now nah, I was busting somebody else. I forgot who it was, but they were saying that. But <sighs> speaking of Busta, I'm so glad you said that. Um, Yolanda Adams did a like a Did you see that? <laughs> Yolanda Adams. That joint threw me for a free a loop, bro. Okay. Uh, Yolanda <laughs> Adams did a live stream. I think it was like Erica Campbell. I think Tasha Cobbs was on there. So it was kind of having like a girl talk kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. I forgot how it segued into a discussion on like crushes in the 90s. And Yolanda Adams had a huge crush on Busta Rhymes. Yolanda <laughs> Adams, Donnie McClurkin's wife. <laughs> I stopped. I knew you were going to say that. Huge. How do you like Donnie McClurkin? That's I not Donnie McClurkin's Rhymes. wife. And I need you to stop with that really bad rumor. <laughs> you have to stop. You have been consistently saying this on this show. And if we ever have her, She's not coming on because you listen. I'm gonna say straight to her face. You know you were married to Downey McClurkin. You know I'll say it. As soon as we get, you know you will. You'll be like, it's an honor to meet you, Queen. But Queen, Queen, it's an honor to meet you. But when you gonna tell the truth about marrying Downey McClurkin? When you gonna tell us? When you gonna tell us this, Queen? But I will say, I will say though, uh, from a Baptist standpoint because i'm a baptist girl to the bone um it's so on brand of course why why would you not have a question on buster rhymes in the 90s she said she he was <laughs> listen she said he was all chiseled up had a swag to him yep she said he walked it they were on the same label i think she said and she, and she said mm, i can't keep coming up to this <laughs> office no more if buster gonna be here it was a little bit of whoa the craziest part about it is she was with her friends and she was like do y'all know that person I had a crush on? And they all said Busta Rhymes. Like, yeah, <laughs> like they all knew. Like you was talking to them about this back in the it day. Was like, a, it was get a me thing. Some of this got you all in check. <laughs> it was a thing. I mean, I'm not mad That's at crazy. it. That's crazy. That's crazy. It is. I didn't even have brolic back then. He just got it was brolic, a no? uh, True, 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 true. Yeah, dress. I don't know. It was the dress. Yeah, yeah, dress. It was the dress. It was like the yeah. only one with dress back then. Put your hands where my you're eyes right, would be. Right. You know, it's crazy. And they was on the same label, which I did not know. Oh, word? Yeah, yeah they were. so they were having a label meeting. And he yes, came she was having one with the president. He came, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't allow dreads in my church. <laughs> <laughs> I like these. Mm, I like these. <laughs> I like Reminds me of the master. He's different. Mm-hmm. We're gonna move along. I'm about to set myself up for trouble. We're gonna move right along. Um, did y'all see Kirk Franklin's remix to Savage for Mother's Day? Yeah, I seen it. Thoughts? I thought it was pretty dope with the other Yo, let like, me I, tell you, that gem was fire. Okay, that, I, I thought it was super. It pains me. <laughs> it I watched fire. it. I watched it like I thought it was gonna be whack, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it. Same same feeling. It actually was pretty good. I just don't like, I don't like fake acting, because you know I kept going to each person, and you know the people are not act actresses, so they'd be like, oh, I'm sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so it was like I could have did without that. The song itself, because then he went, he does his his brand so well. Like he yep. threw the organ in there on that little yep. part. Yeah, I'm like, Dad, Kirk, you killed this. Sounds like I smell. Like you know what I'm saying? He killed it. But yeah, it was a. It was whatever. Shout out to him for that great idea. 
What? What? You know, I, nothing, I love Kirk. Nothing, I, I love nothing, Kirk. nothing, nothing, nothing. All right, nothing. all right. Being like Wacker, man. Me too. <laughs> I was watching it with Marcus' eyes the whole time. Like, like, <laughs> Not with Marcus' eyes, like. The lens of Marcus. Dude. I was like, Dag, it was pretty good. <laughs> I was, and I was like, I didn't see no status. I didn't see no, no Marcus' Facebook no, no status drag. about Kirk. And I'm like, he passed. No yeah, he did. He did. I'm not a Kirk hater. I just hate what he does to the culture of gospel music. Like, think about it right now. Who could Kirk do a versus against? Nobody. They would have to do a revolving door of Matt <laughs> in one room. Ah, uh, you play your hit. <laughs> you play your hit now. Like, cause nobody. Not a revolving ever... door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably. Yeah. You, you're right. They probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't. That's, um, nobody that's Kirk. not his fault, though. It's the gospel music's fault, and I can't. I can't be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. Speaking of music, what are y'all listening to during quarantine? Um, I've been doing a lot of writing, so I haven't been listening to as much. Um, I've okay. been writing in silence too, because I just like to center my thoughts for this. I'm almost done with the album. So like one or two more weeks and I'll probably start listening to a lot more music. But for right now, I'm not really, I'm not really listening to too much of anything. Uh, for me, just random, but um, I like Maverick City Music Strength, New York. Okay. Oh, you sent me that, yeah. right? Yeah. I think it came out maybe a month, a month ago. Yeah. Okay. Did you want to start with me? Like, did you want to start with me, Joy? Man of your word. Yo, bro, that joint had me in tears, bro. Yeah, man, it's great. I think I, I might think they're be... doing like an amazing bridge of black and white contemporary music. I think they're doing yeah. Like a... I think they're doing the. I mean, it's not. It's not. I don't know if I would call it black. Uh, I I think it's uh, no, only when I say it's black only black and white. It's you know black people and white people singing it. Right. And it doesn't That's... sound like Hillsong. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I think, I think they have a nice middle middle lane without trying to. I I don't know if I would call it middle. I think it's a great presentation of what they do with black Who's people in it with a little black sprinkle. Black sprinkle to me, the middle ground would be more so of a, a Travis Greenish joint, and I don't know if I can hear Travis Green necessarily doing some joint. He probably would sing that joint, maybe he would. But again, like I don't think I think it was more. I think it was more. I think it was more whitey than than blacky. Um, just cause uh, I don't know. I, I I'm it's an amazing song. I cried off of it. It was heartfelt. I'm just saying in general. Well. You're looking at like an acoustic version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I didn't so, hear the other. There's version. no bass. There's no, you know, mm -hmm. uh, sense or anything like that. So I think, <laughs> I think that's what Travis music would sound like too, if it was more right, 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 right. acoustic piano vibe, whatever. So amazing like, songs. Amazing. Song. I love what they're doing. I think it's cool. Um, I have I a question. Ricky Dillard's joint, which so I'm not a choir guy at all we know choir master but mm -hmm. i i'm enjoying his record i'm enjoying you i am blessed um, by your also, ministry <laughs> something cool i seen on facebook um what's his name um phil lassiter um he did he's dope he's the horn arranger for, um, for a lot of people for a lot from kirk to whoever yeah okay. um okay. so he did horns on that album and he goes through like all the songs that he did horns on it and he shows like behind the scenes of 
the stacks and all that kind of stuff like that. So mm. um, they had like all the producers and musicians kind of going crazy. That's on, on his page. Yeah, it probably still is. It's probably. I think I. I think I sent it to you. Or I tried don't see to, it. I'm gonna go double check. Um, but yeah, it shows like it's like an hour of him going breaking down the songs, and it's it's, it's really cool. Does he? Um, does he play? I mean, I guess I could go back and check, but does he play mad different instruments? So he does it like a MIDI type. Uh, how does that work? Oh no no no! He plays mad different instruments, but he also staffs. Like oh, so he was scoring it, like writing it out, and then yeah, having yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll wow. Yeah, he's amazing. Wow. Um, so I have a question. I, yeah, go ahead. I may be putting my foot in my mouth because y'all know how y'all do me. Who is Peter Cottontail? The bunny. <laughs> I have no idea. No, he's an artist. A mix between Peter Collins and the uh, tissue paper. <laughs> <laughs> you said the, the bunny? Nah, bro, she's dying, guys. Chill, queen, queen, drink some water, queen. Queen, <laughs> queen don't die here, man. We need you. Drink some water. The way you're using the napkin to dry. <laughs> <laughs> it inspired me to write this song. <laughs> I can't even finish. Forget it. Queen, nah, you're he's a, he's an you're artist. Growing. Mm. You're growing. You're growing. What, is, what products are you using? Shut up. Okay. Queen. No, he really made me tear. Okay. Um, no, I asked because he has a project out, and people are sending it to me, and it sounds really good. Um, mm -hmm. I just I don't know who he is, but it sounds really good. So I was gonna ask you guys if you have checked it out, but. Yeah. Oh no, I do know this dude. Um, you know what? Peter Cottontail, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. he's the dude that was down with um Chance the Rapper and um um hold on, who's the who's the brass tracks? You know about brass? Okay. Uh the people who were doing what, what was the name of those guys that just did I, I can't remember the name, but they down with um Chance to rapper and all them dudes like that. They're really, really, okay. really dope. Really, really dope. It's a good project. It kind of gave me a little bit of like Sunday service vibes. Mm -hmm. um, yep, yep. But it yep, does sound good. Vibes. But it does. It, yep. But it does sound good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Check it out. Um, you know, he's dope, but he spelled it like Cottontail. T A L E. Not like literally. Right. Yeah. T A L E. Not like T A I L. Um. Yeah. Okay. I need you mm -hmm. listen. Okay, I'm trying to control my laugh. Just stop. Oh, um, yes. I heard Will Smith joint. Yes, like with um, uh, Joyner Lucas. I almost said Frank Lucas. I don't know why. Joyner Lucas. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Shut up. Um, it's I good. like it. I, it's a really no, good. No, it's really good. I do. It's I really do good. like it. It sounds uncle-y. It sounds uncle-y. But it, but it's dope though. It's dope. It's really dope. Uncle-y. It's um, dope. Sounds uncle-y, uncle but it's dope. I'm really cute. Cool. 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 Something negative is gonna come out. Nah, man, he's just doing like a thing, bad bro. song that he no, does? or like, like a scandal. Like, yeah, whatever. I just I think Will is like 
he's been so clean and now he's on Instagram and all our and all of our faces and everything is everything's great that he I, does. I hear where you're going. It's a little scary. It's a little scary. Everything yeah, I think he stayed. Everything you do is is great. He should have stayed mysterious. But I like, think he figured out a formula and it's working. Who yeah. Has, like, that track record even on Instagram like you know what a lot of it a lot of it has to do with I feel like too though is because he stayed kind of away from us for so long that of course he would have a fresh it's dope because it's fresh and it's new and it's different. He was gathering all of this information and um just kind of staying quote unquote pure like you know and now that he's in the the limelight I'm sure he's at home working on Instagram posts like the rest of us and stuff like that. Um but I don't know. I, I I hope he does stay as cool as he can for as long as he can because he's really like an icon. No no uh, pun intended. Icon living. Uh, Jaden. I got no? it, Jaden. Yep, okay. I got it. I, I saw what you I just did wanna, there. Really, he's really an icon I saw living. What you did there. I saw what you did there. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of icons, we lost a lot. Like with all of this, um, it felt like that one Saturday. It was like, or that one weekend rather. Uh, what was that Mother's Day weekend? I want to say. Um, Little Richard cast, then I'm not, Andre I'm Hillel. not, I am not going to be upset about somebody who was 90 years old dying. <laughs> I did not want to say that online because I felt like it would be like, you know, insensitive. I honestly thought if that Little Richard had already passed, but I thought he had already passed. So I was like, is this a story that y'all was I like like in yet? a crib blasting? Who? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't in the crib blasting Tutti Fruity, my dog. Come on, stop it. You like, people just love to be sad. Like, yeah. no, celebrate him, that man. Um, he lived an amazing life. Yeah, uh, Betty Wright. Um, and then, of course, which you was super. Right, right? Right, yeah. not white, right. Yes. Yeah, not very white. That's so sad. A lot here. of people, yeah, she's still here. Um, but then, of course, the story that definitely broke my heart was the super legendary Andre Harrell. That, Andre um, Harrell. Now was, that was like kind of crazy. That yeah. Was crazy. Yeah. They said it was like a heart disease or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, I did hear that. I just um and then I did see some tweets and I was just like, they're absolutely right. Um, your heart goes out to Diddy because he's lost a lot of people closest to him um in a short span of time. I can only imagine. Yeah, he discovered Diddy, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Andre Harrell gave him his first start. So yeah. Yeah. As an assistant, other, like that, or? Uh, or Say it again. Pastor, this other guy, Ravi Zacharias. Oh, my man, Ravioli. Yeah, he. Um, I never heard any of his sermons, so I was a little taken back by hearing that he died too. Yeah, but I. Where I is guess, he from? He's a preacher. Zacharias. Um, I said, where is he uh, from? And y'all said Zacharias. Lebanon. Lebanon. I hate it here. <laughs> I just hate it here. You hear that last name? It got to be from one of those places like that. I'm not sure, but, you know, definitely not American. A lot okay. of people were touched by him, though. Oh, not in no nasty way. Yeah, um, it was a lot of people that were tweeting about, like, yo, can't believe he's gone. I'm like, I, I had to look the dude up. Yeah. He looked kind of like um someone who be making people fall out with his jacket. What's his name? <laughs> hey, he looked like right Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. He said the dude that be making people fall out with the, with his jacket. <laughs> I think he, yeah, he's in that world of like, you know, the hand. healing and wise and wisdom, whatever stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, whatever stuff like that. But he was <laughs> 74, I think that is. 60. 74. 
I don't understand that, yo. I don't understand how you get upset about somebody dying. It's like that's to me. It's like you should be celebrating. I don't them, think like, right? About this one, though. Like, mm. I think they're like, yo, you know, he did his time. Like, he did his thing. So, yeah, like it was Jason did his time. Like it was jail. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to, because um, I think I was just reading this. I think it was update either as of today or probably earlier this week. Um, did you guys hear that an attorney for the family of um, Ahmad Arbery, which was the young um, black male that was running in Georgia, the family wants um, the person that recorded the incident to be arrested? Did you guys hear about yeah. that? Yep. They are pushing for that. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that, Mark? He was down with them. They chased them together. They were all a part of it. They all chased them together and hunted that man down. And they're pushing the um, narrative now that uh, he was walking through the house. Uh, through the house, I things. did read that. Yeah, so it's a lot of it's a lot of black people um, online as well too, talking about well, if you're walking through houses, you deserve to get murdered. Um, why would he be doing that? Blah blah blah. It's a very important word that helped um, Trump win the election. It's called propaganda. It also helped uh, Hitler murder millions of Jews. Propaganda. Um, once you feel like someone deserves what they got, then you don't care about what means they receive it. So if yeah. you figure that he walked into a place and this guy's a thief, uh, so I'm going to spread lies about him being a thief or an intruder or like, you know, um, being places that he shouldn't be, then it doesn't matter that he was killed because he would right. just never walked. When the reality is, if Ahmad was a, a, a white man, he would still be alive. And if that's, that's all I want to um, keep pushing, that same narrative. So yeah, that, that, that guy deserves to be locked up. Um, he helped hunt and record uh, someone being murdered for miles, I heard. For a long time, they was chasing that guy um, from the house. And he didn't help. He didn't call 911. He recorded it. So he only flipped because he knew they were going down. And he didn't want to yeah. have anything to do with it. He wasn't helping. He didn't say, hey, yo, jump in my car because these crazy white people with guns are chasing you. Chasing he you. blocked them off. Jay, well, what are your thoughts? Um, about him going to jail or just the whole thing? Just the whole thing. Um, I haven't even like been able to fully, I guess, feel it. You know, um, I'm upset. I'm angry, but it's it's just like, it's, I don't want to say it's just another one, but it's like, what like nothing's changing. Yeah. It's it's kind of like me chiming out of like Trump, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't. I can't keep listening or feeling angry about Trump and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what to do. Um, I just, I don't. Yeah. I feel the same um, way. I know what we need to do. We need to get a bunch of guns. <laughs> Black I people, was reading, get some yeah, legal guns, reading, uh, keep um, them in their crib. I want to say it was on Essence. I think it was an op-ed from, I guess, a blogger that wanted to write in and said, the title was, as a Black woman, I do think I need to exercise the right to bear arms. And I was like, you better. She's right. <laughs> probably it's a right. different conversation if he's jogging yeah. with a 45 on his head. Yeah. He's going to say, listen, y'all chasing me, but I'm about to let this thing talk. Thing and then we yeah. having a, yeah, just, but yeah. I just don't really understand, son. Like, I mean, I guess it's another conversation for another day, but even coming from like a, not to make it like religion based, but coming from a Christian standpoint, I don't understand why Christianity doesn't push that idea. Um, the way like other religions, like the strong force religion, like the Muslim dudes, like 
when Malcolm X was around, he had dudes with like guns or even, I think it's just a new age thing. Like, I, I, I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm an advocate for every man, right, especially to black your men. Oh, bear your arms. Bear Learn your arms, Self-defense. You better teach your, your family and your people how to protect themselves because mm -hmm. If, if it's one of my favorite quotes of all times, it's better to need it and not have it. I mean, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it, bro. You standing there wishing you had a gun, somebody got a gun in your face legally. I'm talking about legally. Legally have yeah. a gun in your face because of something they feel. If you don't have the opportunity to respond with equal um, force, then you're left at the, the mercy of someone who hates you. Like, they hate you. They hate black people and they want you to die. I, I don't see why it would be against any type of, um, like, you know, moral compasses that anybody have serving any God that they have to not want to protect. Nehemiah did it. He was building a wall and he had a sword in one hand and he had a hammer in another hand. Like, I don't Come know what type, type of time y'all on. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. I don't, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, those are your uh, church announcements. Um... You know, he's in the Zoom. Stay mm. home. <laughs> That'll still preach. I just want you to know the people. Mm. <laughs> Somebody gonna steal my sermon. I know they, they are. They are. They are. They are. Mm -hmm. He's in the Zoom. Um, but a quick uh, show topic conversation. And Marcus, I thought about. I had you in mind when I uh, came across Thank the you, story. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> I can't <stand> this <laughs> Um. So there are two uh, mainstream pastors um, for the sake, I guess for the sake of the conversation, I won't say the names just in case because it's an active lawsuit, but they are being sued for spiritual abuse um, wow. and a, co yeah, commingling of funds, um, like uh, with the church funds and their personal living, stuff like that. And so I really wanted to just bring up this conversation of spiritual abuse because the journalist that released the story her approach to this has been incredible um she started a website called spiritual abuse or stops here.com or something like that and, <laughs> and i know marcus is shaking his head because he's been saying this since day one. <laughs> i'm actually shaking my head because i'm thinking about all the money i can make off of people that spiritually is a pastor spiritually abusing me right now he is. He is abusing. I'm gonna actually yeah. pull up the... <laughs> I want to sue him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull up the open letter um, wow. very quickly. Okay. Um, Where are you, like, what part are you going to read? Is this... It's super long. I know. I'm only going to read, like, probably a paragraph or two. Oh, um, oh, eight. That's what he's gonna say. No, no, no. I said A, A. No, no, no. A. I was reading like eight I will use the breakdown of what it is. Um, because I also think, you know, like Marcus, you talk about it often with spiritual abuse and how uh this idea of worshiping your leader more than you worship God and things mm -hmm. of that nature, but a lot of ministries doing that. So a lot of this lawsuit kind of weighs in on that a bit because it seems like the moment at this particular ministry that you found out that uh, church funds were being used for personal living expenses uh, was the moment that you were uh, banished and put out and fired and all this good mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and I feel like that is a practice that we probably have all seen happen once or twice in a ministry of like, once you are the whistleblower, 
um, you're now the problem child and you have to go. Um, yeah. But to what she says, the breakdown is spiritual abuse is the use of faith, belief, belief and or religious practices to coerce, control or damage another for a purpose beyond the victim's well-being. I am utterly devastated to have sat through hours and hours of calls, poured over countless testimonies of survivors and laid my own eyes upon evidence of the spiritual abuse and financial mismanagement. These alleged abuses didn't just occur within your ministries, she names the ministries, but also directly from your hands. So I guess I wanna pose the question to both of you of uh, your thoughts on spiritual abuse and then how do we, uh, and I'll use we as far as the church, heal from this, right? So is the right way to be the whistleblower and like put it out on blast where everybody knows what's going on or is it something that really can be tackled, I guess, behind the veil? I think you start behind the veil. Okay. And I guess if you don't see anything changing or whatnot, like then I think it's fine to not spread it as a rumor, but I guess kind of seek counsel or blog or <laughs> whatever it is to the lawsuit stuff to okay. kind of rectify it. I, and I say that really because like what I don't like right now and I see a lot is like subliminal like stat statuses. It's weird. I feel like from the ministries or from no no just like between friends, family, you know, churches, whatever it is, like like and I feel like people aren't able to be upfront with people if somebody has a problem whatnot don't make a status about it like you know kind of like try to talk talk about it now if that doesn't work then yeah of course we all get in our feelings sometimes or whatever but i feel like you should if you're mature about it and mm -hmm. if you want like someone to change or it, to get better then you should you should hit them up about it marky mark i agree exactly what uh Jay will said, I think you should talk to the people that's a part of the ministry first. They're not going to listen to you, um, <laughs> mainly because uh, this is what's been um, making them profit. Pro I mean, this is what's profitable. I mean, when you read the term of mental abuse, like that definitely sounds like what a preacher would probably call trying to pull them out of darkness or something mm -hmm. like that. I'm trying to tell you ways to change your life and be a better person when in all actuality, all leader styles are different and some leader may see something different about you or or want you to do something different so it's really like a a crazy situation um to be in it probably not going to get too far with the, the spiritual abuse because at the end of the day you signed up for it it's like nobody you weren't spiritually kidnapped um you went to this church and you decided to uh be a part of it for right. whatever reason I hear you, on like, that. you know but the the the, the mismanagement of funds again that's things that have. Well, I a do lot know of, uh, that the IRS, I think the IRS is getting involved with this because um, it is a lot of money with this particular ministry. So mm -hmm. um, it, it is an active investigation. So I, I don't know what, like you said, I don't know what will come out of it. Um, but I do know that it is active. I will read. She did break down like some examples of what's been going on at this ministry. Mm -hmm. So one of the bullets says, uh, speaking to your employees in a manner that was condescending as well as emotionally and verbally abusive. Um, Every Sunday. <laughs> slandering former employees that quit to new employees in an attempt to control the narrative around the true nature of their departure. 
Uh, Yo, before you, if if you may, if you may, I'm sorry. If if this would help me a lot better to process this, you want to know employees? No, no. If you when you say employees, could you say church members? Because this Mm -hmm. is church members. I know that we got technical and churches are businesses Mm -hmm. now, which we don't want to admit. But the real problem is we're trying to cross too many boundaries. Um, churches are not supposed to be businesses. Um, from the original plan. Go ahead, Jay, because I feel like you want to say something. Well, well, and I know the the people in this, so they do have some businesses. Some were employees. Some were like their admin. Um, or their business. But they were all they were all church members, though, right? So, like, True. this is all from a church. Not necessarily. A church created a, created businesses. Right? Were, no, 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 no. The people are pastors of a church, and then they also have like businesses or conferences or whatever outside of the church. Okay. Okay. All right. And then these are like their help me a little bit. If you say church members, just like a gospel artist having a church and an album. It's like, got you, got you, got you. So they're suing him for what he did with the album. They can't do that. That's what he (laughs) did with the album. album. I don't know why she's hiding these people. Anyways, I mean, I can say the name, but I was just saying for the sake of like where we are. So uh, the pastors of the Lindsay's, Heather and Cornelius Lindsay. Um, and their ministries oh, are Pink, Pinky Promise, Man Cave, and they um, are pastors of the Gathering Oasis Church. So, um, you know them. If I showed you a picture, you'd be like, "Oh, I've seen." Them. Is this sprinkle? Is this is this sprinkle me, nah, Jesus? No, 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 that's not. That's Dana. Not, no. not know he may. I heard of Pinky okay. Promise before, but that's. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. Gotcha. If I need to be somebody, I can't even identify. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing this. Okay, wait. Just two more examples I wanted to give. Um, this is Marcus is probably gonna say every Sunday. Using your ministry platforms to slander dissenters in sermons, YouTube videos, and social media posts disguised in Christian colloquialism. Gaslighting. This, this is a crazy lawsuit because this is everything that happens in the church. Ninety percent of churches everywhere that we go. Everybody mm-hmm. gonna start suing churches over spiritual. I don't know. I don't know. I, Mm-hmm. Good. Um, gaslighting your employees into thinking that we that they were called by God to endure your abusive behavior to complete their work assignments, withholding the full financial compensation you owed several employees for their work to punish them. Send me the lawyer. Send me the lawyer's you. name. Send me the lawyer's name because they don't even <laughs> need to do a lot of work for me. Just put my name and that person's name in the and switch up. Send me the copy. Just listen. Take out that name. Put my name in it and send it so I can send it to all to these me? churches that I need. I need um, a lawsuit. From them knowing <laughs> knowingly exposing your employees and putting them at risk of getting entangled with your tax evasion and embezzlement of pinky promise funds wow. underpaying and overworking employees while giving them salaries wow. approximately oh, twenty seven thousand dollars and less that did not match the workloads nor the level of sacrifices they had to they're make. not gonna win this they're not gonna win this they only doing Under re- this to, um, expose them this is no way in, in the world under reporting the correct would do, would be under you're right um, underreporting the correct income that Pinky Promise brought in annually, misusing and abusing Pinky Promise's 501c3 nonprofit status to fund your lifestyle. <laughs> and then there's a whole nother set. So here's the thing. Yes, Yo, they're a married crazy. unit, but um, each each party has their own set of like um, examples. Gender. So like, don't, right, right. So this, right here, I just read you what, they're attacking the wife for we didn't even get into what they're attacking the okay so hold up so they, they're pastors too they they, they pastor yes. a church yes heather and cornelius pastor a church together yes i oh, think nice. they started to pastor i don't think i think you know they started doing stuff first 
I'm not sure. If right, because I'm trying to figure out how. how no, no, no. What was the question? You said. No, I don't know what started first, though. Like, if the conferences or the church, like, I, I don't know what mm-hmm. actually started first. I'm pretty sure gotcha. it was the church first. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it was the church first. Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, out of the church came. Like, I know Pinky Promise is something that she had been doing before getting married. But as That's far as it I'm being saying. an actual conference conference, I think that came through the church. I don't think it was always a conference. Gotcha. But I could do some research. Gotcha. I've been to think gotcha. Have uh, you? Oh, for as a as a kingdom made event a vendor has been there, and it's, it's, it was very helpful to my business. So <laughs> awesome! Thank you, Pinky Promise. You're part of the, you're part of the scam. <laughs> and you're part of the scam. Apparently, okay. apparently they hit tax. some of them funds. Okay. I helped them live a prosperous life. That's right. You're part of problem, J. Will. Well, I will you definitely contributed to that spiritual beatdown. <laughs> I'll be uh, keeping an eye on this story just to see what comes out of it. Because um, Marcus says they're not going to win, but you never know. I'm not, I'm not on anybody's side when I ask these questions. But okay, do that means she's going to ask some questions that are in favor of Pinky Promise. <laughs> Follow me, guys. Pinky Promise. We're not talking about Pinky Promise. <laughs> do, do leaders know they suck? Some of them do. Or right. like, do. If, if that's not the best term, do leaders know that that they're not a good leader, or that they're doing these things, these faith-like things, or these churchy things to mm-hmm. help build their ministry yeah. or whatever? And because they're just so engulfed in churchiness, <laughs> sometimes they—I'm—I'm I'm saying like sometimes I wonder if they even know what they're doing. Some of them don't. I agree with you on that, but some of them do. I do, but I feel like that's a part of the bigger problem because how far have we come from the original mandate of the body of Christ, like right. of what we're supposed to be doing, that we could even end up in a place like this where, I don't know, it just seems like everything that, even when they talk about things that's happening online about the church, it's very rarely to do with the good and kind acts that church people are doing. It's always about the nonsense that is taking the front page news section for representing us. And it's, and it's sad that we have succumbed to these things that make us look like a, it just look, it look like a circus. We always look like a circus. We always look like a circus to me in front of people just because we've gotten so far away from what we're supposed to be doing. I feel like as a body of um, the business, the church business got too profitable. It's too much money now for it to, um, I don't know, for us to do what, what, not saying that we can't do it with a lot of money. I just think that because there's so much money involved, people only focus on the money. So do you do you enjoy the the non-building part of church right now? Outside of taking take out your take out the finances and you know the payment. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. Talking on this podcast for a minute and you have talked about the building and, you know, like we got to have money for rent and all that kind of stuff like that. Now that church is really not in the building, how do you feel about church? With the finances included, because it's a a grand scope of like, you know, just want to get the whole picture. I'm loving this time, even still with the money that I, you know, I would have been making from playing in some of these churches. I got my life back. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if anybody can attest to it, like being a working musician um, or just a Christian. Like, you know, um, 
if 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 faith without works is dead, like right, we have all this faith in the world, but then we'll take our works and put them into things that really have nothing to do with what we're talking about. Our faith is based on, like our faith is, we want to heal the world and like help the world see Christ. But all of our time is spent building up the church, like physically sweeping, cooking, mopping, uh, making uh, 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 like whatever, the announcement joints, like sitting in there, practicing every week for a choir anniversary, um, spending actual time on Sunday morning, doing this, oh, and forget not to assemble, blah, 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 doing all this. By the time we get out of church, people are asking for prayer and we're too tired to do that. Then I gotta get up and go to work. It's insane that we think just because we have our, our, our good intentions um, is that we're helping people, but our actions are not matching our intentions or our faith, then we're not really saving anybody. I feel like this is one of the best times of my life. Sunday, when I got the parade, I would have been on somebody's organ bench, um, acting like I'm paying attention because I know a couple of the pastors that I play for it don't care nothing about me. And it has shown during this time. One of them, I had to text him myself to ask him, was he okay? Hey, how's everything going? Are you all right? Like, because I haven't heard from you in two months and I'm seeing them still having service online. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, whoa, this is crazy to me. So I know like a lot of times, like I may seem crazy, like, or wild, but it's like, because of experiences, it's like, I'm not making this stuff up. I'm not on a, a I'm not like going out trying to destroy people just because of like, you know, I feel like it. It's crazy that these things are happening. I'm just grateful that I'm in a predicament to where I can survive off of, like, you know, what I got coming in. Because um, I don't know if I want to go back, J. Will. I do not know if I want to go back. Um, I'm loving my time that I'm spending with people and my family especially. How much How much time do you think uh, uh, pastors, evangelists, elders, and all them people spend with their family? Like, how much time? Now, <laughs> but now, but now after their live streams are over <laughs> or something yeah. like that, they're home, they turn it down and, and hopefully they're, they're talking to their children. Hopefully they're talking to their wives. Like, I just feel like this, like God is really showing us what church was supposed to be like the whole time. Like, like, uh, like um, Jake said, everybody got small church now. Like everybody has to interact with people now. Like you really gotta, I feel like this is what life is about. And I know it's going to be some things like that happen later where we're going to have to go back to what we consider this normal. But I feel like I got a taste of heaven and I don't want, I don't want to go back to hell, bro. To me, living life like that and change and bondage a slave to somebody's will to feel like, oh, I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. So my sermon is going to be about how horrible, like, you know, yeah. you are. Like, why do you, you have just, you the only one to hear determining or like, it's just so many things that, and not all church is bad too. So let me not like, right. some people that are doing great things, like especially people like J. Will Church, shout out to them. They're doing amazing things. I'm um, in a community and 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 just with their members, they're helping and they're, they're doing what they gotta do. There's some horrible churches in the world and more churches are horrible, in my opinion, that I've encountered than are good. And they have the same problems and the same things. They, I don't know, I don't know if I wanna go back. I Can wanted you? to add to that. Um, <laughs> I just no, I just wanted to add to your point about time um, and, you know, pastors just spending time with their families. And I have to say that right now that's been one of the hardest things for me uh, in this season because a lot of life for me was missed because of his obligations. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's funny that you bring it up because I've thought about that often now. 
um, I found myself in the last couple of weeks becoming a little angry, which was, mm-hmm. it caught me a little off guard because that's not an emotion that I felt when he passed. Um, but I started to become angry just um, because uh, it, on one hand, it's beautiful to see the post, right? Of people like, you know, pastor was this and he did this and he married me and he blessed my kids and he blessed my home. Um, but now he won't get to do that for his kids, right? Mm. And so I found myself being angry with seeing those posts. So like I had to like literally, I haven't really been on social like that. Um, for the most part, I don't go looking because uh, it right. really became a point like it not to not not and this may sound like an extreme equivalence so just hear me out on it for a second but I almost felt like what it probably feels like to be like a Lauren London right every time you load your mm-hmm. social media you see a picture of Nip right you see Nip. So it's, yeah. gotten, it's gotten to a point where every time I literally get on Facebook there's a post about my dad there's a picture about mm-hmm. my dad and that gets hard to see it because it's like yeah, so while you think you're just showing love and being beautiful, you're also being a trigger <laughs> to me because I can't get on social media now and not see a picture of him. But I say that to say um, I've battled those two thoughts of being angry with, you know, what you were able to receive, um, but then also the life that was missed because he was being that for you. Um, so I can only wonder what if he was still here, what this time would have done for us. Um, yeah, I hope yeah. I hope it's strengthening families. And I, I, you know, growing up in a church where I mean, growing up in a household, my grandfather was the pastor, and um, the amount like because it was at one point where we weren't going to church at all, and then my mom said I got saved, and we started going to church like three or four times, five times a week, some weeks all week long. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, well, then when do we spend time with each other? Like in with church, we are not spending time with each other. We there's yeah. no, it's not happening. Yeah. We are praising God. We are following yeah. our 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 program. We have devotional, we got this, we're doing these things. And we feel like as if because we're doing all these things that this is what we're, I don't know, man. I just, I've really been studying the ways of Jesus a lot. Like, you know, and just seeing the way he approached ministry. Um, mm-hmm. And it just didn't look nothing like what, what where we are now. But I feel like uh, this whole time um, is really just bringing us back to the necessities of what it, some people are seeing the truth and others are still fighting for that oh, I need things to go back to the old time way so I could um, do what, I, what I've been practicing to do my whole life, just be a, be a pastor, um, you know what I'm saying? Not a, not a father, not a husband, all those things are secondary in the mm-hmm. life of um, someone who um, just wants that, that fame and that authority, quote unquote. Yeah, so. But I even say that I think sometimes it also probably comes um, secondary, unfortunately, even if you don't want that fame, right? Not everyone mm-hmm. knows how to juggle that. Not everyone knows mm-hmm. how to um, be a pastor and also be the husband and the father. Um, so yeah, just adding that point to that, you know, nobody in your comments like, uh-uh, I'm not chasing no fame. I just have some yeah. issues trying to, you know, juggle the many hats. So mm-hmm. I get it. Um, no, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Jay. I don't know, King. I don't know if I, I'm I'm fit. It's, it's, it's king and queen, Marcus. This is this is um this is uh this is, I feel like this is life, bro. I feel like I'm alive right now for the first time in a really really long time. I don't gotta like listen to nobody spew hatred in my direction just because they don't like the way I played a hymn five minutes ago. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a rough world. It's a thing and though hate, too. Yeah, no, it really is, and I hate to be the person I've, that's I've always it saying like, it. I hate to be the person that's always saying it, but I just feel like I'm the one who really, like, I don't know, I feel like it's part of my job here on earth to just help people, <laughs> not to tear anything down, but to build the right things up. Yeah. 
Because life is grand. Yeah, talk about it. <laughs> if you hit your chest on my time, because you ain't doing that. <laughs> <You feel me? laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know either. Like one thing I, I can say is like I'm not running back to church. Like yo, we need to get yeah. back. Like mm-hmm. actually, I need to be safe. Man. I need yeah. not to catch COVID again. If I had it twice already, right, right? honestly. Bless you. What was that? I just sneezed. It was you talked sneeze. about COVID, I was just sneezed. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, even that is like a, it's a very interesting time for like, yo, are we getting back? Are we coming back or whatever? And then it's like, do you, do you want to, do you want to be safe or do you want to have church? Like, that's right. How much do you love it? <laughs> um, so it, it would be nice to, you know, be in the building, but. I mean, I can do fellowship in my backyard if it's safe. Like, mm-hmm. if, if if that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, and but that's where that's what it is. Isn't that what it is? That everywhere you go, that like the the church is there, like Christ is there. Why do we feel like we need to? Like, I don't know. It seems like a security blanket. I feel like we are making people weaker than stronger. Like, because if a chain is only as strong as its weakest link then mm-hmm. the weakest links in your church can't even pray for somebody or even for themselves. Like if they want you to come pray for, they can't even hear God themselves. So if I'm at work and it, it, this is always funny to me, like when like you're in the hood and you about to get in a fight and somebody like, yo, wait till I go get my big brother. First of all, I'm going to beat you up right now. I'm not letting you go get your big brother. Your big brother. I'm not trying to fight two of y'all. You know what I'm saying? So you can't be throwing out, wait till I come back. Oh, I'm pop my trunk. You going to your trunk? I'm going to go to your trunk with you. Because I want, I want access to whatever in there, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if, if I feel like someone needs help for me, but I can't pray for them because I need my pastor to pray, or, like, I'm not the same because I, I haven't, like, um, like, you know, I didn't make it to church this Sunday, so now I, my week is all messed up. Like, yo, that's crazy to me. These, that's, not, that's not Christianity, bro. That's control. That's, that's spiritual abuse. Send me that email. I, I got some things. I need to share. I want to add some things to that email. To the lawsuit? You want to add a couple of things yeah, to the lawsuit? Yeah, yeah, I want to add a couple of things. I got you. I got you. I'm a, Probably I'm gonna get a little bit more money. I'm going to Well, that was um, my little, thank you. Thank you guys for indulging in a little conversation with me. Wanted to pick your brains about that good stuff. Um, I guess positive note. You know, Marcus, you preached a lot today. So I don't know if, if, there's, you know if there's anything that is still lingering and overflowing, by all means, uh You know, sometimes when I feel like the spirit is on me, like, you know what I'm saying? You never know when it's going to just, you never know. No, I did have, I did have, um I'm going to let you go. Uh, since we haven't been in church, I might as well do my best impersonation of pastors. I'm going to let you go after this. Um, no, I feel like right now, while we're doing this um, quarantining and chilling, a lot of people are trying to build their platforms before they build their personality. And um, a lot of peace. We got you. Yeah, I know. I got to be in my spirit. Um, hopefully, it's a profit in there as well. Can you say um, that one more time, please? I got to pee in my spirit. Oh, you talking no. about some people are trying to build <laughs> Yes. No, seriously, some people are trying to build their platforms before they build their personalities. And now they're getting to a place where you got everybody watching, but you don't have anything to show them. All right. Let's stop, guys. Um, let's let's let's, let's really take this opportunity. I know you feel alone. 
in your home. Um, but you're probably you're probably Come on, home. Bars. Yeah, you're probably home and alone because you really haven't been home and alone in a really long time. You mm-hmm. have to take this time to get to know who you are, what mm-hmm. you're supposed to be doing. Don't just jump mm-hmm. out and follow every trend so that people can just see you. It's not about being seen. It's about right. having something to say. Like it's it's not about just wanting to be the one with the with the with the quarantine concert or to be the one to show that um, you know, you're going to leader school, like that's dope. Like that's really dope. But when when it, when are you going to make it like a, a, a personal thing? Like when I'm doing this, I'm doing this just so um I could be a better person and so that God can be pleased with me, I can understand myself and I can love myself. Like like you gotta be careful what you ask for. Mm-hmm. because more than likely you're going to get it. You're begging for attention and you're going to get the attention before you're ready for it. And it's not going to be a good look for you. So um, really just take some time and get to know yourself and love yourself and um, stop, stop, stop being attention whores. Um, um, harlots, good. excuse me. This is a Christian uh, thing. Stop being attention harlots and, <laughs> and uh, really work on yourself. Love yourself. Take the time to love. Things going to be a lot different when we come back, guys. So if you don't love yourself, it's going to show. It's mm-hmm. gonna show bad. It's a, there's good. a lot of show show and tell with no practice. That's it, bro. That's mm-hmm. it. Look you at y'all teaming it. up on the positive. I'm, I'm sure no. we're probably seeing the same things though. It's like, yeah. oh, like all you had to do was wait two weeks and you could have did this a lot better. Like, what are you doing? Like, why do you feel a need for everybody to see you right now? Like, yo. Even for me, yourself. like this quarantine season, it's like, oh you know, how can you pivot? What can you do? What can you do? You got to do this and now we're online and they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. relax, like just yeah. take it. Is a, you know, you might have ideas to do this and whatever, but like, if it's not planned correctly or if it's not like, you'll just be running and you'll have no fruit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh my God. Mm. What? Okay. Even, even in like, like even in the businesses of mine, like, that's the thing, because you have to like pivot so you could, you know, make money this way and stuff like that. What I did was focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. I said everything else can wait. Everything else, like you know, it'll you know have its every day or every few day, I guess, success or work towards it. But I was like, what? I'm gonna focus on one thing every day, and mm-hmm. it's worked out. Mm. Thank you. My God, my goodness. You got I do have to. Now, I just wanted to make say one comment because you brought up everyone posting about leader school. Ain't that funny, though? Because a lot of them... We all leaders now, one. dog. Uh, because a lot of them <laughs> had so much to say about him a couple months ago, and I was like, but you're signing up for... Okay, I guess. Yo, trends are so funny, bro. Like, everybody will follow anything once you get enough people doing it, bro. Not to say that it's not a dope idea. Like, right. it's just... It's, just a, it's funny. It's just funny. And it... I mean, at the end of the day, it's free, so. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But it's just like, all right, so I'm doing if, it now. If it was, if you had to pay for it, would you? Yeah. yeah Probably would not have been the 20000 No, you would not have been signing up, and you would not have been retweeting it. You'd have been mm-hmm. like, should I join? What do you guys going to sell them something. You're going to sell them something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them something, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's amazing. It's an amazing mm-hmm. initiative. I didn't, like, go through it, but, like, if you get that much people to sign up, you can sell them something. Mm-hmm. You're going to sell them something. At the end of the call, now, if you want this prayer booklet to really solidify yourself as a leader, I'm going to need you to 
Juanita Bynum. With the, was with the, with the, yes, the Juanita. Yes, she was. Right? Yes, she was. It was the, what was it, Marcus? The prayer cloth. I think a the water shawl. bottle. It was a water <laughs> bottle and um, um, uh, blessed, blessed oil. oil. Blessed oil. It was like, what, like 130 or something like that. $130. For the low, low price. For quarantine. For the low, low, <laughs> not the low, low price, Marcus. <laughs> She's trying to uh, preserve oh, her quarantine rent. She can't preach. I heard you. That's the devil. <laughs> That's the devil, dog. That's spiritual abuse. Yo, hashtag. It's gonna that be is hashtag. spiritual abuse. That is spiritual abuse. That's spiritual abuse. That I'm is. saying it. Yo, dog, this spiritual abuse. Whenever I see some spiritual abuse going on, I'm gonna call them out. Yeah, just call it out. Call it out. Abusing spirits in here, ain't you? <laughs> Not your abuse. <laughs> it's the eyebrow market that you're doing right now. It's the raised eyebrow. Like <laughs> I'm calling you out, Pastor. <laughs> you are a user and an abuser. Did you see the lawsuit? You want to be next? <laughs> They're coming for you. They're coming for you, dog. All right, people. Well, this was another this episode of Second Service. Hope you guys have a great week. Memorial yeah. Day coming up. I mean, coming up. You're not going to a party regardless, so you know, but you know, do some get a barbecue, grill. get a grill. grill in my backyard. Marcus, are you grilling? No, I'm grilling. Say less. <laughs> be blessed. <laughs> All right. So be blessed and enjoy your week, y'all. Yes, sir.